welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick, and I'm <laughs> here with a special guest host tonight. Your wife. My Autumn. wife, Autumn. <laughs> welcome the to backup, the backup, backup, backup. <laughs> it's like we, we the backup goalie got hurt. It's like that time the Panthers, you know, like their two goalies got hurt in one game and they had to call in the trainer. Yep. This is... You're, uh, what, what was his name? David Ayers. You're the David Ayers, and everyone loves <laughs> David Ayers now, so, uh. There you yeah. go. You know. I mean, I'm not as good You're as e-bug. Mason. You're the e-bug. Oh. E-bug co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I'm not as good as Mason, but I feel like I know a little bit of hockey. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. I mean, me and Autumn record another podcast together, so. I was going to say it was weird to hear that intro music. Should, should we have played the. The other one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, we only like we have to because I'm on the podcast. Yeah, I, I even <laughs> thought about like maybe we should have just like cued this in. Like, <laughs> Whatever. But then everyone was like, uh, "Wrong podcast." What but, the hell are you doing? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're here. We're having fun. This is the first Welcome to Cup Talk podcast I've recorded in my underwear, but you know maybe we should Great. make that a thing now. <laughs> Looks good. I'm not in my underwear. I know you wish I was, but I'm not. <laughs> Tried, I tried, but uh, yeah, let's let's get into the show. So, All right, let's do I it. mean, it's been a good week, two weeks. I mean, we haven't done the show. I mean, you didn't do the show with me, but we haven't done the Welcome to Cup Talk show for two weeks. We're kind of still on that, you know, break. So, yeah. um, I mean, not a lot has happened, like really, in the hockey world in the last two weeks. No but practice some... for youth has started, and our life has gotten yeah. our we've gotten our crap back together right <laughs> good good thing we let lexi like take a little bit of a break you know this last two yeah. weeks or whatever it's gonna get crazy here soon because this last week she uh started lady grizz practicing with the the 12u team and yeah. they had four practices this last week and yeah. each one had a dry land before which mm-hmm. we were a little bit late to them and lexi <laughs> was pissed and i found out my kid really loves dry land so it's great it's yeah. great. Well, she'll be doing the 12U practices, but she's technically going to be on the 10U house because she's at a 10U level and doing rec too. Yeah. And I mean, so. she, I mean, we kind of talked about this. She was trying out for teams and stuff on this podcast, but it was kind of a, uh, a learning curve summer for Lexi. You know, I think and that's as what was most important is our goal with all of the tryouts was for her to learn. And I think she learned. She definitely also learned how to accept, you know, not being told what she wanted to hear. And I think that's really important as an athlete of any sport to learn, you know. Yeah. I mean, she tried out for four teams. Three of them were 12U teams. Yeah. And one of them was a 10U team. And the 10U team was the Mustangs. And she was pretty much... She didn't have intentions of playing until she started... at the tryout. Yeah. And then at the end, she, eh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really want to play at the end. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, she, she got, she got a call back or whatever you want to call it, you know, went back for a, yeah. you know, she didn't get cut, but. You know, I think it's really important. Yes. It's important to work hard. Yes. It's important to, um, have good coaches and all of that. I also feel like it's really important to still find fun in the working hard. And I think it's also important for you to gel with the coach to some extent. I get that not every coach in your life you're going to gel with 100%. Well, and it was, I mean, that was. It was was a new coach for her. And I just think that 
the whole situation was a good learning situation, but I just don't think she could have done a whole season of it, to be honest. And not to say that the coach is a bad coach. I think the coach is no, a great coach. No, he's a great coach. Oh, yeah. for sure. But it was, it was, I think it's going to work out for the best. Me and Autumn have yeah. kind of like, been like, all right. It's kind of like one of those situations that it'll play out. Yeah. And you have to just let it play out how it's supposed to. And the, the Lady Grizz thing was a little bit of a bummer to her because she thought, it was a for sure, but this year they decided to not let girls play up. Which, which after is, talking is, about it, we understood. Well, I understood right away why they. I mean, it well, for me, I, I I understood, but I after we talked about it, I felt better about it. It, it if you let all these girls play up, then their lower levels are going to struggle, right? Yeah. And so, because all of the better players are going to play up. I also think it's important for her to be one of the better players on her team. You know, how hockey moves up every two years. So yeah. you're the newbie, and then you're the kind of seasoned player, yeah. you know, or whatever. You're the veteran. veteran. You're the rookie yeah. veteran. Rookie yeah. veteran. Rookie so veteran. I think it's important for her to have that year and not get kind of lost in the next level. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. we could stop talking about our kid. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> But, People probably could care. But hey, I want I wanted to shout out Victoria for you yeah. know, like Lexi was super bummed about all these tryouts. This is her first and, year, yeah. so so she she went four tryouts, you know, and even the one she like knew she wasn't gonna make, like still finding out she like she didn't make it, she was kind of bummed, you know. Yeah. So I think it put uh, fire in her eyes yeah. a little bit for future. And Victoria sent her a little video, and it was it was a short video, but it just like. It gave her that confidence yeah. to say everything's going to be all right. So shout out to Victoria and Jay. They've been yeah. awesome. They're, They've been awesome to like turn to and ask, like, what is this situation? They've been through it. Yeah, I mean, so, and this is nothing compared to what they're going through. No, <laughs> no. They just got done a two-week, you know, back east trip. Just, like, so. showcases. It's awesome. Yeah, and then she's Great. playing with her team out in Florida. So, hey, all the best to Victoria. Yep. And Jay's just... <laughs> We love Jay. I feel like he's like family. Oh, yeah. And he, you know, he gives me the updates. I give him updates. It's fun. It's a good, it's a good friendship it's like we have. Two dads so proud of their kids, even though they're such different ages. <laughs> you dads are just so great talking back and forth about your get, your kids, your yeah. girls. Yeah, but it's fun. It's super fun talking to other hockey parents and, you know, growing with hockey parents. And mm -hmm. we've become, like, that's a lot of our friends these days is yeah. hockey parents. And it's fun how you... You just find these relationships, and uh, we've we've had talks with our kids, you know, over the years about like best friends and mm -hmm. like you know pick good friends and stuff. And your best friends now may not always be your best friends. They don't like, have to be school best friends. Like I yeah. think a lot of even our friends as parents have been like hockey, like we've met through hockey. You oh know? yeah, I mean Mason, this podcast. Yeah, you know, uh -huh. we met them through sledge hockey. Yeah, and. I was going to say, I've never played hockey, but I am in a wheelchair, if you've seen me before, and I've played sledge, so that gives me a little credit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a great sledge player, you know. It gives me a chance to, like, try to shoulder, like, give Nick a little check, you know, knock him over. <laughs> I feel like I'm on top for once. <laughs> so she throws the uh, the end of the stick, the spikes into me as she goes. And oh, tries. man. <laughs> so but, good. Yeah, I mean, eh, let's see what else happens. Brooks's birthday was... Uh, yeah, the first... Know, on the first, and it was a super fun party. We we rented out the ice rink at the South Davis Rec. Shout out to Rico yeah. 
for hooking us okay, up, that's the party you room. know, and kind of, you know. It's fun to do scrimmages. Like when you run the ice, usually we do scrimmages or we do like skills, clinic skills, kind of whatever. But I really enjoyed people. We had a lot of family and friends out there who had never played hockey before. And I really enjoyed giving them the opportunity because it's fun for them to come and watch. Yeah. But it's a whole different ball game when they get to come actually try to play or learn. Well, and like they have like the try hockey for day for free or whatever. Yeah, but like different. you're not getting adults, you know, to be like, yeah. hey, I'm going to go try. Like, yeah, it was like, well, a- like my brother-in-law, Kobe, he has never played hockey in his life and he was so stoked to get out there (laughs) he loved it yeah and yeah and he had fun i mean he he said he did terrible but hey we all do terrible our first time yeah whatever like i thought i did you know what though he had a smile on his face the whole time exactly and maybe he's maybe he's a hockey fan now i don't know i mean maybe (laughs) next time we're watching hockey i'm like hey can we turn on the game like yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, he was playing with Brooks when yeah. we went up to... Yeah, we went to yeah. Idaho, and Bro- everywhere we go, our little boy Brooks, who just turned two, he has to have... We have, like, travel nets that come <laughs> all apart so that they fit in the car, <laughs> like, in our luggage. He has to have his nets and at least one stick with him. Probably yeah. a goalie stick, well, too. Well, <laughs> they started... We bought the kit when we went to... Was it Sam it was, in the fair? It first was Vernal, we, Vernal, Vernal, yeah. And it was for like, you know, like, hey, you're going on a, a hockey trip. You got to have the mini some, nets. Uh, yeah, you got to have the mini nets, the mini sticks. And now they've become Brooks's mini nets and sticks. Oh, yeah. Lexi's. And they only come out when we go out of town. They don't yeah. come out at home. We have other yeah, nets at we home. Put, we put them away. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we got plenty of nets at home. He's got two other ones in the front room that he's always playing with. And Dude, but his shot. <laughs> here Autumn is like, let's stop talking about kids. Yeah. And here we are. We're rambling on about Okay, kids. let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to shout out Mason. You know, he's, he's talked about doing some coaching, but he was oh, really, yeah. he turned into coach mode, you know? Oh, he did. He, at the birthday party. We got lots of pictures that I plan on sharing more of. You oh, know? yeah. It was awesome because you know how, like, parties go. It was crazy. And we have three kids. Alexi can do, mo- like, get ready herself, except for she likes Nick to tie her skate still. But Brooks is, like, 100% on Nick, and so is Alice, our middle doesn't love to go out. She's a dancer. So she'll go out. She'll have a good time. She's actually pretty good for her age, but she still needs a lot of help. And Mason just like took the reins. He just got her dressed. He went out there. He was passing with her. It was so awesome. So hopefully we can get Mason out there coaching with us this year. (laughs) You know, please listen to this. Mason's in Morocco right now. Yeah, that's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) And Benny is building a house, so he is busy, busy, busy all the time. And yeah, so let's get into it. Um, Yeah, but by the time uh, this episode airs, youth hockey will be in full swing for us. You know, pretty much every organization should be going by the end of the month. Yep. And also, I said this in the last podcast, but I'm looking for some insider from like all these little organizations, you know, like like, whether it's Vernal, you know, Raptors or the Taha. I don't know if they're Taha anymore. Provo Polar Bears. Yeah. You know, up there in Logan. Let's talk about it. This is about Utah hockey. Yes. You know, if you got got some kid that's scoring his first goal and you want to, you know, make sure he gets a shout out on the podcast or something. Or say you do a tournament. Yeah, like, and you guys did good. You know, yeah. you took home that banner. Let's talk about That's it. the kind of stuff we want to like share with you know the rest Not of junior the st- Grizz. Yeah, with the rest of the state. Mm-hmm. So, um, just hit me up on uh, Instagram, Instagram. You know, give me a DM. Or there's the Facebook group. Yeah, there's a Facebook group. 
Yeah, so there's plenty of ways you can. I don't know. It's probably pretty easy to Hit get him up. <laughs> you can find my, you know, personal on Instagram, or whatever. But yeah, welcome to Cup Talk on Instagram. Probably is the best place to, you know, yeah, get in hold with me. Updates too. So yeah, so. Um, high school hockey is starting. I guess they've been practicing. They're starting soon. Um, the website is not updated at all. It still has the playoff brackets. Boo. You click schedule. It's summer schedule on there. So, um, but I did see that DCI, my former team, <laughs> is playing their first game on the twentieth of September, and. I'm hoping to get an alumni game still with them, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> You'll have to see who's in charge these days. Oh, I, I I've I've been in contact, but oh, it's just not it's just not ball's not rolling all the way. Oh, like, okay. We're still in that early snowball. I like, like it. The snowball isn't quite picking up the snow yet, <laughs> but we're gonna get there. <laughs> we got high hopes. <laughs> we got high hopes. <laughs> we got. I hopes You're for so an dumb. alumni game for the DC. I'm not a singer either, but yeah, you know. I can tell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so high school hockey will be in full swing coming soon. Um, the Mustangs are starting up. The junior Mustangs and the other junior teams are starting pretty much uh, this week. The also, the Mustangs were in preseason this week, yeah, right? They, did, they had two preseason games. Um, they won them both. By awesome. You know, big margin. So it looks like they're going to be set up pretty good this year. Um, when do, are the Riverblades at juniors? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the same league. When did so they start? They start two. soon. Yeah. Okay. They've been a little bit slower on their Instagram, but uh, you know. Come on, Riverblades! <laughs> hey, me and Nick are like it's our goal because I love to go to hockey games. If you know me, I can't sit home and be like, "You go have a bro night." I gotta go. Like I have FOMO <laughs> so bad. So me and Nick were like, "All right, date night every weekend. We're going to some college hockey or some juniors." Yeah, juniors hockey. Let's do yeah, it. So our goal is to get out to as many games as we can. Hopefully Mason can come with us, yeah. Mason and Hillary, and yeah. we can, you know, support all the leagues in We're Utah. Doing it. I, I wanna go to the first DCI game. It is against Mason's oh, high school team against Copper Hills. I don't know if he'll be back though. Oh, that time. would be fun. Yeah. If so, he is. So shout out to Copper Hills and DCI. I mean, I don't know, that game or Morocco. I don't know what you would pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I don't know, but I mean, talking games, me and Autumn went to a lot of Grizzly games this last year. We so did. Grizzlies are back in 40 days from today. Hey so if you're listening to this Tuesday or, you know, you can just count down Wednesday, Thursday, it'll be 39 <laughs> tomorrow. By the time this posts, it'll be 39 <laughs> days. You know, if you listen to it Wednesday, it'll be 38 days. But yeah, we're getting close. And I'm gonna, excited. I'm here for it. They're going to open the season in Idaho on the 22nd, and then they'll be back home for the 23rd. And we've talked about maybe going up there. Yeah, we have. It's right around my birthday. Yeah, we do love going to Boise. Autumn has family up there. And they love hockey, too. So they were all down. If I said we were coming up, they'd be like, all right. Yeah, your your cousin, Sammy, her first date was a hockey game. Yeah, she ended up marrying him. Husband, you know, we were (laughs) there. We were there. So hockey is a magical thing. It is. It creates friendships, marriages, babies. (laughs) 
everything. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, and the Grizzlies, uh, Garrett Metcalf is back. Yeah, I saw that. I'm excited. Uh, you know, homegrown boy, you know, super good family, super good He's dude. He's a good dude. I yeah. really enjoyed the interview that you guys had with him. Yeah, and every time I've met him, it's just like, he's just... A good dude. His Genuine. dad is one of the nicest guys. His dad guys. is so awesome. So, and his mom. And his mom, And yeah. his mom. She's it's, super fun. She's funny. Yeah. She was dancing at one of the Grizzly games, and I was like, <laughs> she is so awesome. It's just so fun, you know, to get to know everybody. Yeah, and also, breaking news tonight. Um, I know. Tim Bronham, the coach of the Utah Grizzlies for like the last eight years, is getting called up to the AHL. Did you not feel like you were going to cry when you watched that vid? <laughs> Because I, like, had that lump in my throat, and I'm like, oh, he's yeah. going to leave us. Yeah. I get it. Well, that's, I mean, it's props good for to him. him. So, um, yeah, hopefully we, you know, find out who the head coach is going to be in the next couple of days. And, yeah, I'm excited for the Utah Grizzlies season to start. Me and, too. And excited to see what Tim does on his journey. Hopefully one day we're seeing him behind an NHL, you know, bench. That's that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Say, hey, awesome. that guy. That's our guy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Super stoked for the Grizzlies to come back. And Me too. Yeah. College hockey is in full swing. That's right. We did. Me and Autumn were going to go to this game. Uh, uh, the Utah State-BYU yeah. game. But... My daughter danced at the Syracuse High Football halftime. And you know, you gotta you support you gotta support the kids before you know the, the college boys that Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I have to say we streamed the whole game. We did. We started at home. <laughs> I was sitting at the football game in the rain streaming the game on Facebook. <laughs> I think the only time we didn't watch it was when the dance was happening, but Yeah. Oh so, yeah, of course. So we watched, you know, pretty much the whole game mm-hmm. and it was a good game. Yeah. I mean, BYU strikes first. You know what? I Sorry to cut you off. I know you're kind of getting into whatever. You're but good. it's so funny because, like, I listen to these interviews that you do with all these players. And I, like, when I watch the games, it's like I'm cheering for them, you know? <laughs> like, it's like I want, like, there's people on both teams. And I'm like, hey, they're our friends. Oh, they're our friends, too. Like, who do I cheer for? <laughs> this is awesome. These guys have never met my wife and, like, talked to them, but she feels like you guys are her friends. Yeah, so. I know. I really do. <laughs> Autumn's pretty cool. If you ever, if we come to a game, you'll have to meet her. She loves hockey. She's a super fan. I do. You know? I do love hockey. Try, the Capitals? My, I mean, they're, yeah. they're my boys. I, I will love say, the Capitals. I like, when I when we decided that you were gonna do this podcast, it's like, dude, I I'm gonna get emotional for some reason. Like I just am. Like Autumn makes me get emotional. Maybe I. Some people have told me I eat too much soy, probably, and that's why I get so what? emotional. Really? But, yeah. Someone said you eat too much soy. You get. Hmm. I've been trying to cut down on my soy because I feel like I get way too emotional. <laughs> about stupid things, but you know. <laughs> Don't we all though? Yeah. There's stuff that just hits. And usually, like family and hockey are probably like right up there. Like the two things, like the get me like most of emotions yeah. so well i mean we've been through a lot as far as hockey goes like so many games it's our bucket list to see every nhl team you know it would be a huge bucket list to go to see them at home yeah but i think realistically seeing each nhl team is you know it's a realistic thing yeah. but we've also seen lord stanley get awarded to my favorite team yeah. in person i mean hello who gets to see that 
Yeah, that was a crazy weekend. Yeah. I would call myself a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just saying. You were a fan long before that, though. Yeah. Like, autumn. I mean, we can, I mean, so autumn. 2009. Be, uh, 2009. I mean, just to cut off this college story, we were just about we'll to get, get back. We'll get back to it. <laughs> but Autumn and me were dating, and she moved up to Utah State. I mean, we were talking about Utah State. She uh-huh. was going to go to Utah State. I was going to go to UVU. And we broke up, you guys. <laughs> we did. I went north, Nick went south. <laughs> Try to get away from each other, right? <laughs> but it didn't work out. I would go up to Autumn's apartment for, you know, one night, two, two nights. Two nights, four nights. Hopefully my parents are I drove him halfway podcast. back to his car, and then he's like, let's go back up. <laughs> yeah, so we had a lot Needless of Needless to say, I didn't end up going to college because I moved home because I got married. We're just going to get married. Mm-hmm. So, Tunic. but so Autumn's living in, in uh, Logan, and I go up there, and it was the series between the Penguins and Capitals, Capitals in like 2009, mm-hmm. whatever, that went to game seven. Yeah, the Caps lost. And, and well, geez, way to, way to, you know, rush Sorry. the story. I just remember they lost. <laughs> they did, but so game seven, I, I was like, Autumn. We got to find somewhere to watch this game. Like, it's game seven. It's Caps, Penguins, OV, Sid. Like, we got to watch this game. And I was like, we got to figure out somewhere that's going to happen. I'm like, yeah. we start looking. I'm like, Chili's. Yeah. Chili's got TVs. Chili's Who's Logan. got TVs? So we went to Chili's. We sat at the, in like the bar. So I like, sat, I transferred from yeah. my wheelchair up to the bar, like the high the, stool. The like stool chairs. Yeah. And we watched the game and. You know, I don't know even know what we had, but we were, you know, there. We were there for two well, and a half, three hours. The but, Penguins won, and I and it was a blowout. It, it was like seven four. Yeah, or something. it like was rough. Five seven. Yeah, six, four, I probably uh, would have been really pissed if I was as big of a Capitals fan as I am yeah, now. Autumn now, and Mason is one of them. You know, Autumn. We have a lot of Penguins fan friends, and like I Autumn gets it. a lot of shit. <laughs> I also give a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, she does. She can win. take it. She can take yeah. it. Yeah. But anyway, so the Capitals lost, and I I think midway through the game, I just looked at Nick, and I was like, he's my favorite player. <laughs> Ovechkin. I really like him. Yeah, and after the game, they lost, and it was whatever, and Autumn was like, that's my favorite team. And I'm that's like, my team. I'm like, they lost. You know that, right? And she's like, yeah, that's my favorite team. And boom. She's been a fan ever since. and Not just a fan. I'm a yeah. freaking hardcore. Yeah. I mean, I'm, we're sitting in our closet, and there's probably like six Capitals jerseys behind me. Yep. Who knows how many sweaters, hats. T-shirts. We got scarves. We've, <laughs> we've seen the Capitals play. When they won the times. cup. We have seen it. Yeah, we got tons I, of stuff. From yeah, there. I kind of went a little yeah. crazy on the merch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if your team wins a cup, you go crazy on the merch. Yeah, that's right. You deserve it. But okay, yeah, so let's circle back. Circle back to the college game. Yeah, we the BYU. So BYU scores first, and I mean BYU is coming off an undefeated season. Four, and, you know, four wins against win. Utah State. Yeah, and you know they the programs on the line. The programs on the and line. And we're rooting. I signed the petition and shared it. Kate. Yeah, Autumn, <laughs> super duper fan of the BYU hockey team. Uh, hey, I am just all. All for hockey, and I think that it's a shame if they let that go. Yeah. And it, so I think we need to show up. Yeah. I think the fans need to show up. I think they need to, sh- we need to show that hockey's a big deal to us. Yeah. And to anybody. Mm hmm. 
And so, and then second period, Utah State. Well, Utah State answered back pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty back and forth. And Autumn was watching slash commentating the game out loud. Like she was, I was, I at was one, watching. At one point, I said, "All right, we got to get your phone out because if I comment, it's not the same as if you comment." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They're like, who's this autumn chick? Yeah, so we we watched the game and then I mean the third period, Utah State's going in mm-hmm. with the lead, mm-hmm. looks good, and then, you know, BYU just turns we it see on. We see took a couple hits. We see did get ran over a little there bit was controversial. A couple times that I was like, What? Not yeah. goalie interference. So, you know, podcast, you know, fan favorite, we see PC. <sighs> oh yeah. I was a fan. Yeah. So, but he got he got taken out a couple of times. Yeah. And, and and being a goalie wife, I get I get frustrated. I'm like, protect your damn goalie. Yeah. I get not that it's the team's fault or anything, but I just that goalie, you got to protect him. And also talking about podcasts, you know, favorites, we had Jacob Eisenstadt, mm-hmm. super senior. Nine years of eligibility. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Super cool good, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. He got one goal, three assists. So That's great. He deserves it. Yeah. He deserves the super senior. Yeah, he's doing it. He's the captain. I mean. He seems like he has his heart and soul in that team. Yeah, and I I think he's a guy that really cares about the organization, and he's probably so leading that charge and trying to save it. So. Yeah. And that's the kind of guys you, you need, you know. Yeah, people that, that, act, that care. They care about. Yeah hockey and and continuing and i know and i i think he works at the rink too like helping with all that stuff too oh, cool. so he's he's in, he's got his hands in a lot of things there down there at that rink that's and great. that's the kind of guy you want you know mm-hmm. he's there for everything he cares. So. so byu ends up getting the win winning 6-4 although 6-4 makes it seem like it was a blowout but it wasn't oh no it was it was it a was, tight game until it, the very there was end quite a few scuffles there was. i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I even, it's funny we, we mentioned all this, but our interview today is with Utah State player, yeah. defensemen's um, Trace Farr and Brandon Wolcott, and we talked about all these things yeah. in the interview, so it's a really good interview coming up. But I also wanted to mention that Weber um, will play this Friday and Saturday. They play Utah State and UVU. Uh, first game's on the 17th, the other one's on the 18th. First game's against UVU. Um, this UVU, weekend, I want to I go to games this weekend. We should hit up a couple. Yeah, I mean, well, UVU and BYU play. I mean, we talked to UVU guys last week about this game, and they're looking forward to it. Yeah. And they play on the 16th. That would be a good game, though, too. Yeah, down in Provo. Uh-huh. And, and then you got the Utah, University of Utah team playing BYU on the 18th. When does the women's team start? Do you know? Yeah, so the women's team, so the D1 Utah team starts the first weekend of October, the 1st and 2nd, and the women's team will start on the 8th and 9th. Cool. Yeah, so, I mean, a couple weeks. we got to get out to a lot of those women's. Yeah, and shout out to Coach Braden Yo. She was out at the skills clinic helping out the Lady Grizz, and Lexi was there, so. I love seeing that she was there helping. Like, it's just so great. Well, they had U of U girls at the earlier skate, too, on Saturday in the morning. So good. helping out, so. You know, I really like, this is her first year in Lady Grizz. She did some skills last year, but this is her first year full Full on Lady Grizz, and I really love seeing the girls in hockey come together. Yeah, like you know, little... it, it, for me it was awesome. I mean, you see the coaches out there 
that are women. You know, there was there was a, a couple guy to coaches, which is totally fine. But you see a lot of women coaches and you see all girls on the ice. There's just something special about it. Yeah. I think it's important to, to play co ed hockey too, and that's awesome and all. But it was so cool. Yeah, I think. So really excited. Shout out Braden. You know, Braden Yo and, and the rest of the women's, you know, Utah hockey team looking to get out there and see a ton Power of Power skating games. coach. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Everyone for the Lady Grizz is mm-hmm. awesome so far. Shannon, I think her, her name is Shannon. Yeah, yep. Cool. And yeah, I mean they're super good coaches and excited to you know, have them help my daughter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, let's On uh, to it. let's uh, shoot it over to that interview All with right. uh, Trace Farr and Brendan Wolcott, two let's, solid dudes. Let's go. All right, today on the podcast we got two Utah State players. Um, we got Trace Farr. He plays defense for the Aggies, and Brendan Wolcott also plays defense for the Aggies. How's it going, guys? Good. I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Just fantastic. Just got home from Park City, you know, <laughs> practice up there. It was quite the drive just for a little practice, but, hey, you got to do that, right? <laughs> I got to do that. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we can just get into this. I mean, look, how, how, let's talk about uh, Friday. It was, a fr- it was Friday night, yeah. Friday night. <laughs> yeah, we, we just get this one out of the way, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, it's it, I mean, it was kind of a roller coaster of a game. It was, dude. Yeah. Ups and downs. At one point, we were winning 3 1. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But. B- yeah. BYU struck first, right? And then you guys went on a heater. And then third period, it just. Oh, man. That was yeah. A, yeah. It was I, a I, tough bounce. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And, and Ethan was in goal, right? You know, former podcast guy. It looked like he was getting beat up, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got ran a couple of times. He got ran the last goal. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he. That third period, he was definitely feeling it. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I felt for the guy. You know, want to play goalie and two that just you know sucks. <laughs> just, yeah, and BYU had some really good tips too. They, yeah. and you can only do so much as a goalie with tips. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta try and get in front of it, but <laughs> sometimes yeah. you, you don't get the right bounce. But um, so did either one of you guys score in the game or get an assist? I got an assist on the power play. Okay, nice. Well, you know, get that apple next time for uh, you, Brandon. <laughs> uh, honestly, I might have. I honestly, I don't know. There was a lot going on in that game. Yeah, <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hit in the head a few times, like, you never yeah. really. Jeez, yeah. I don't know. There was a couple scuffles. Were either one of you guys in the scuffles at all? Um, No. I remember being laid out open ice, but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in the scuffles myself, no. Oh, man. Nice. Well, when do, when do you guys get a matchup against those guys again? Not for, like, a month. Not for a while. Yeah. I think the next time... They we play them. They come up to Logan. Yeah, play uh, us at home. Hey, Barn will be ready, right? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. It's always different playing at home. Always different different atmosphere. I feel like a lot of guys are going to be a little bit more juiced or excited to play. We'll have the fans behind us. Yeah. So 
as much as I like getting booed, it's nice having the Aggies behind us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone we've had on this show always brings up the fans up there in Logan. Like, there's like it's it's a whole new level. I mean, Mason, yeah, even Mason when he played it, he's like, dude, going up there was just another another you know world. <laughs> well, our fans are awesome, yeah. man. I can remember my freshman year, I was sitting on the bench, like right at the start of the game, and I was just shaking. I was like, holy crap, so many people here. Yeah, I, I love that rink. I mean, I don't get up there as much as I wish I did, but I, I think that's probably might be my favorite, you know, rink in the state, just the way it's laid out and stuff. And do you guys put fans on both sides of the rink when you guys play? Yeah, so you're pretty much surrounded. Yeah, it's like a bowl. Yeah, well, it's on the two sides. Is, is there... Is there any? There's none on the ends, right? No. People can stand on the glass, but mm-hmm. that's oh, okay. about it. Yeah. But yeah, so it'll be rocking and rolling. And when you guys is, is your first home game on the first of October? Yeah. Against UVU. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll be that'll be a good one. I mean, we had some UVU boys on the podcast last, you know, episode, and so. Yeah. Um, It'll be good to you know get see those guys. I mean, they play BYU this weekend. Do you guys have a game this weekend or not till the first? Yeah, we play next week um, on Saturday, oh, and then we actually we have four games between now and BYU. Is yeah. that the showcase? Yeah, we play UVU, and then we play in that Boise showcase. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see the showcase on the schedule. I didn't know, you know, what that was, or you guys know what teams you guys will play in that. For sure, Boise State. Um, Are Montana's coming? Or I honestly, our schedule just says Boise Showcase. So yeah, <laughs> I know for sure Boise, yeah, but for sure Boise State. But I'm not sure about our other two or three games yet. Yeah, I'm not too sure about those ones. It'll just be Boise State four times, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a mini playoff series. <laughs> I think they're going to be pretty good this year too. I think they picked up a lot of good guys. That's good. I mean, hey, everyone's got that extra eligibility year. <laughs> crazy. So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. You guys got any super seniors on the team? Um, uh, we have Austin Moser. I know it's his fifth year. Okay. We're glad to have him back, though. I didn't, I wouldn't want to go out on a year like last year with only six yeah. games. So, we're yeah. glad to have him back. I mean, I, I thought you guys were going to meet uh, break BYU's, you know, un- you know, undefeated streak. <laughs> they went undefeated oh, last year, I right? Man, after that second period, I mean, we were just saying we just need to get one more goal, and that's the dagger, right? And running the penalty trouble, and yeah, a few good tips, and next thing you know, we're trying to claw back down by two. <laughs> but it was was it tied in the third? It was tied at one point, wasn't it? I mean, you guys, yeah. were, you guys were you guys were up. BYU ties it. Then did you guys go up again, or did you guys or did no, they I go up by two and then you guys tied it at four? Was that it? Yeah. Okay. So we tied and then what happened? They tied. So they were and up. Then went they up, were up and four we, and three. Yeah, and then we equalized. And then, and then, yeah. And then okay. We had two okay. Yeah. I. I mean that that third period is a real. I was. I was. Oh Watching it on my phone, we actually had to go to. I was gonna try and come to the game, but my daughter was dancing at the football game, and 
you gotta you gotta support the daughters so (laughs) we we were at the football game but we had the phone you know like watching the game (laughs) me and my wife yeah so i mean the football game was whatever it was fun but you know priorities right (laughs) yeah definitely but I mean, let's talk about your guys's uh, hockey background. So let's start with you, Brendan. I mean, let's. Where did you grow up playing youth hockey? Where did you play youth hockey? What was your road like to uh, Utah State? Yeah, so I actually I'm from Alaska. I grew up in Wasilla. Um, I actually have a few Wasilla buddies on the team now. Um, but grew up just playing there, just playing comp. Uh, played high school for three years. Um, played with some really good players. I played with Alex Ingen. Um, he played on the Mustangs. Uh, I know he, his 20 year was last year. Uh, he decided he was done. But I played with Ingen in high school. Played with a few guys that are tearing up the all right now. So it was a lot of fun. Um, and then I was actually a true freshman. Uh, decided not to go to juniors because it was COVID year. Um, just decided to get the first year of school out of the way. And I uh, just kind of ended up at Utah because, you know, it's cheap school and I kind of fell in love with the campus. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Logan's a good area. I mean, it is a good area. I love it here. Yeah. I've lived in Utah my whole life and it's like you drive through the Canyon, you come out, you're like, and there's a lot of, you know, going on up here. So, so yeah, so it's a good little spot up there. Um, what about you, Trace? Where'd you grow up playing hockey? Yeah. So I am originally from the Provo area, Springville. And I actually started playing at Pete Provo with the the Polar Bears, and I was on the same team with like Trevor Fisher that you interviewed last. Oh. last then we played on that Predators team together. Um, so I had some of the same coaches that he mentioned last week. And then once I was, I want to say like nine, I went up to Salt Lake and I went back and forth between the Grizzlies and Regulators. Um, John Solomon as one of my coaches there, as well as Steve Metcalf. Um, and then I've kind of been all over the place, honestly. From 15 on, I was out of the state playing. I went to Lake Forest Academy my 16th year and played there. And then I came home and I've actually played for the Outliers for, the, for a year in the Dub S. And then after that, I played in California for the Junior Kings. And then after that, I was trying to decide whether I wanted to um, play juniors or go on a mission for my church. And I just decided to you know, just stay home. My dad mentioned Utah State and wanted me to reach out to that current coach who was coaching, which was John Eccles, and reached out to him. I was going to go to some camps for juniors to see, but I ended up just wanting to stay home and play close to family and that's kind of kind of how I made it here. That's that's cool. I mean, it's it's good to you know have some home you know grown kids from the state you know on the team, but it's also cool to see you know kids coming from way up north in Alaska you know coming down to play for Utah State because you always wonder like are all these kids from Utah or you know like how did they get here? So it's fun to hear those stories and you know is there any is there any youth coaches you guys want to shout out you know say thanks. Um, definitely John and, uh, Steve Metcalf. I think they were the most influential coaches that I've had just with their knowledge of the game and their just presence with all the, with all the kids on the team. 
They're very supportive. Um, as well as uh, probably just John Eccles getting me here, honestly. He was the guy that I talked to, and he really fought for me to come here to Utah State. So That's awesome. Yeah, I've actually uh, I've actually met I, – I knew Steve Metcalf, but I didn't know him until – we watched a bunch of Grizzly games together this last season. Became you know pretty good friends, I guess you could call it. And we, yeah, you know, he's a super nice guy, just you know positive. Always got a smile on his face, and I bet he's probably just like that as a coach. You know, very positive. I've heard stories from other people about how great he was as a coach and just push them and help them and stuff. So that's, that's cool. You mentioned those. I mean, it's funny to see like in Utah, you know, it's, it's a big state. There's a lot of hockey players, but you know, these same coaches kind of pop up around, you know, that everybody kind of connects with them. So, I mean, that's really what I guess shows a good coach is everyone remembers their name. So that's awesome. And what about you, Brendan? Is there any coaches that have helped you along the way? A little extra special? Yeah, sure. Um, I want to shout out my dad. Everyone knows him as Jeff. Um, <laughs> He coached me uh, up until I was like 12. Uh, I remember we'd have, we had, we actually had a pond in my backyard um, when I was like 10. We'd go out there and we just do skating drills for like three hours. And I just, I hated it. Um, but, you know, he's the reason I'm as good of a skater as I am today. Uh, he also coached a lot of my buddies. They all love him. Um, and he's uh, still coaching in Alaska, just trying to make Alaska hockey more, more well known. There's a ton of great players coming out of there, and uh, I think it definitely deserves a lot more recognition. Um, so definitely my dad, Jeff, uh, he deserves a shout-out. And then i also say Royal Prince. Um, he just pretty much ran my team my 18-year for comp, uh, but he really helped me develop when I was in Anchorage uh, and kind of gave me that confidence to move forward and come to Utah State. So, yeah, i definitely say those two are really influential, especially my dad. Um, he deserves all the best, and that's definitely think those two deserve a lot that's awesome I, I love to hear those coaching stories those are something i mean i coach my daughter now and hopefully you know some of these kids hopefully i'm doing it right and maybe these kids remember my yeah. name down the road I, I don't know i doubt it but you know, I'm, I'm just in my beginning my journey of coaching so I, I think it's a blast so i love hearing about people's former coaches and stuff um is scotty gomez isn't scotty gomez from uh alaska he is. Um, you ever met him up there? The <laughs> Scotty Gomez Foundation. Uh, he's definitely still involved up there. It's just it's pretty cool to have a guy like that be involved in the community. Yeah, I mean he's a legend of the game. I mean he's a funny dude off the ice too nowadays. But yeah. oh, that's awesome. Um, so uh, what are you guys looking forward to most this year? Like, is there something you guys are looking like? That's what I'm looking forward to. Is it uh, a goal you have for the season? Um, I'll start off. Um, I'm excited just to play a normal schedule. I remember last year was just horrible. We were, we'd practice for a full semester, get told we're going to have games, then they just got canceled. Um, hopefully it doesn't happen too much this year. Obviously, COVID's still a thing, but um, I think the schools have their stuff together. Hopefully we, everyone can have a full season. Um, I'd say for the team, we have a lot of great new guys. Um, and honestly, uh I'm sure he'd be okay with it, but our new coach, Oli, um, Oli and Sam, they're both great guys. They definitely want to put the direction in the right, or the program in the right direction. Um, so I think they deserve a little shout out too. Um, the boys are really excited to have them and I'm hoping they can, they can help us turn this program around and make something of this year in the coming years. Uh, 
And on top of that, uh, speaking of our fans, I'm excited to just play in front of a, in front of a full crowd. Um, I remember last year I played in front of like our capacity. We only had like 500. Yeah. And it was already loud, so I can't even imagine having 2,000 Aggies in there. It's just going to be crazy. So I'd say I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the season to see what the boys can do. Awesome. What about what about you, Trace? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely just everything that Brendan said as well. I just think the biggest thing as a team is just heading in the right direction. I feel like we did a lot of good stuff against BYU. I felt like we, we – um, definitely got into penalty trouble so <laughs> one of the goals i hope for this year is for us to not get a ton of penalties so i just feel like that i just feel like especially with utah state with refs i just feel like we have a bad ref with them and so hopefully we can change that this year and be a little bit more disciplined i'm sure Oli and sam will take care of that no problem during <laughs> practices with us but um uh, definitely that i hope we can do that um as well as just make it run at regionals that's a huge thing. We have a really young team. I think it's a lot of new guys. We do have some older ones, but I think the younger guys that Brendan mentioned, that they're really good. They're going to come in and, and really help us out make to make that push, especially with our forwards. Um, and then our first road trip is Boise. I'm really looking forward to that. I really miss, like Trevor said last week, going on road trips with the boys and having a good time because that's when you can – create a lot of relationships with a lot of the guys that you don't normally hang out with. And I think that will just help our team chemistry overall, overall um, as well as definitely just home games, like Brendan said. I mean, I got to experience it my freshman year with all of our fans sold out. Um, last year was a bummer with only having 500, but this year right now we don't have a capacity. It's 2,000, 2,500, whatever it is. And, I'm really excited to just see all the new guys have that experience as well, just experiencing that for the first time. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try and get up to, you know, I'm going to try to come up on the first, you know, just to get this game in. Um, is that a Friday or Saturday? Oh. The first. I, I mean, I guess I got to look at a calendar. but <laughs> The bummer about that is the football team is playing BYU that same night. In oh. Logan? Yeah, yeah, in Logan. So I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna compete for fans, but <laughs> yeah, that that's a Friday. Yeah, I don't know. It, well, what time you guys start? Seven. Yeah, yeah, we usually start around seven. Their games usually start around what are they like eight? Because it's probably on TV yeah. and stuff. So hey, come for the first second period. They'll you guys yeah. got you guys got to reel them in. They can't leave, you know, <laughs> like or just be so up, you know, at that point. <laughs> Tell someone to drop the gloves like right before everyone's about to leave to go to the football game, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be like we can't leave, man. There's gonna be a fight or something, you know. Like yeah. you just gotta learn. You just gotta find something to reel them in. <laughs> oh, exactly. that's awesome. What's what's your guys' pregame meal? What's up? What's your pregame meal, Trace? Uh, we will for Provo since I live so close. We a lot of the guys actually came over to my house and Mama Far made some spaghetti and. It was really good. So I usually do something around like that, some spaghetti or something, a little, a couple hours beforehand. That's what I usually do. 
Nice. What about you, Brandon? Anything else besides Mama Spaghetti? <laughs> uh, Mama Spaghetti is always go to. Um, <laughs> something pasta and carb based. Honestly, uh, don't worry too much about what I eat on game day as long as it's going to give me energy. Yeah. Um, also, one of my rituals is to either have like coffee or like uh, I don't know, like a coke before a game. I just need sugar. Get you uh-huh. going. Get going. <laughs> can't do a red bull i play like a crackhead but uh <laughs> um yeah i just say that's my pregame is something with carbs and honestly a drink is probably not the best for me but you know we make it work <laughs> hey i think uh ov drinks cokes in between you know periods so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah i think yeah. you're all right all right <laughs> hockey players are a different breed whatever <laughs> whatever works you, yeah, you know you stick with it <laughs> oh that's awesome. So um, another thing I want to ask is, like, who's your biggest role model, like, outside of hockey? I mean, we can start with you, Brandon. Um, biggest role model outside of hockey? Um, honestly, going back to my dad, but mostly my parents, honestly. Um, my dad's from Michigan. My mom's from Edmonton, Alberta. Um, they both ended up in Alaska. Um, and they honestly, they just been – they did – everything from the ground up, not, didn't really have any help. Um, and they've honestly, they've made a big name for hockey in Alaska and just made Wolcott a big name in Alaska as well. And, uh, I just, I want to do everything that they've done, uh, do it better if I can, but honestly, they, they're, they've been killing the game. So <laughs> I think, uh, I think the Wolcott's definitely deserve a shout out. Those are my role models right there. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. What about you, Trace? Uh, same, definitely my parents. I mean, my dad played football in college. My mom had no clue about hockey, and they've just supported me every step of the way, um, especially my dad. He would put me in private lessons, camps, like anything you could think of, my dad did it. Um, and he just really pushed me as well. My dad's a pretty tough guy, also a teddy bear, especially since he's getting older. But <laughs> Really, he really has pushed me, and I don't think I would be, especially just where I am as a person, without my parents. Um, I mean, they let me leave home when I was 15. Like, I don't know if I could do that as a parent. It, it was a huge sacrifice to them, and honestly, the experiences that I've had from leaving home and playing hockey and experiencing different things, I wouldn't trade that for anything. So I would definitely shout out my parents. Hey, and and your mom makes a killer spaghetti, so that's yes. Mama Far makes spaghetti, uh, unreal spaghetti. <laughs> you have to just start, you know, telling her to come up to the game, you know, and serve it, you know, in the snack bar. <laughs> yeah, something, right? Something. Bring, bring, a, bring a food truck. Never <laughs> start food. No, truck. yeah. Mama Far food truck. I'm trying to back There you go. There you go. <laughs> So, I mean, you guys talked about road trips with the boys. I mean, that does sound like probably like the best part of college hockey and stuff. Is there any uh, good stories about road trips on, you know, with the boys? Um, I mean, I didn't have any last year. Um, I had some good ones in high school and some of those guys are on the team now, but honestly, I'm excited to see what's to come. Yeah. Uh, I, I think actually just with Utah state road trips, we, we like to have some fun with the new guys. Like they get up, they, the competition, they have to tell a joke, imitate somebody on a team and then sing. 
and then we just grade them on how well they do. And that's always a fun thing that I always look forward to. I had to do it my freshman year, and it was hilarious. I'm an awful singer. Brutal, brutal joke teller, too. <laughs> I, uh, my application was pretty good. They passed that for me. But um, I guess our just funnest um, experience with the, my personal with the bus trip is when we were coming back from regionals. We actually played BYU, and we beat them to go to nationals. And just that whole ride home from Arizona, it was so much fun. Everybody was on cloud nine, just having a good time with each other. Awesome, awesome. So one last thing we like to always talk about bef- you know, before we're, we wrap this up, but is there one moment in your hockey career or life or whatever, like a game or a goal or something that happened at a game, just your favorite moment from playing hockey? You want to go first, bud? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I guess, jeez, uh, there's been a lot. Um, I guess the most recent one that I can think of was that regional tournament. Um, just in the championship game, playing BYU. I mean, that whole season, we were back and forth, and I think we were, I want to say we were up like two to one or something and it was on the power play and I scored and I just, that was awesome just to score in a regional championship game and, and having all the guys after just talk about it, hyping me up. I'm like, oh, it wasn't that great of a shot. You got tipped by one of the BYU guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you'll take it, right? Yeah, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. But it was just a really cool experience. Um, especially at regionals because that national tournament is something else to go to. It's really fun. Yeah. they. I mean, they don't write on the score sheet how the goal went in. They just say goal. <laughs> yeah, they just put my name. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Brandon? What's a moment? Um, I'd say I have two. I, I'd say I have one that uh, kind of changed how I view hockey and then one of my favorite moments. Um, but I remember when I, was, when I was a kid, I was just like, I took this loss super seriously. I don't know why I was so serious as like some 10-year-old you know, what gave me the right. Um, but I remember this coach just told me, he's like, dude, like, you got to have fun sometimes, you know, don't take life too seriously. And uh, I honestly, I don't even remember like who told me, but it stuck with me to this day. Um, it's just like kind of shaped who I am, how I view hockey. You know, it's the reason I'm still playing. It's the reason I'm in school. Just like it shaped me, just those few words. Um, so I'd say that's probably the most important thing I've had told to me in hockey. Uh, most important thing that's happened to me. Um, but on a less serious note, um, I'd say my favorite moment was actually last year. It was my first college goal. It was actually my first game against BYU. Uh, sadly, we lost that one, but I got a pass across the top of the circles from our then captain Hunter Doyle. Shout out to him. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Shout out Hunter Doyle. Former, former guest on the show. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was screaming at him for the pass. Got it. Uh, went top shelf on the goalie, stared him down a little bit. <laughs> um, Doyle gave me these these huge eyes as we, as we gave him hockey hugs. But, you know, that had to be one of my favorites. Just against, against our biggest rival, my first game. Uh, and from Doyle, too. Just I love Doyle, so. I don't think anything's really going to top that this thus far. <laughs> nice. Are you guys D partners? Uh, we, last year we were. Last year we were. This yeah. year, who knows? Why <laughs> might get switched up? Yeah. Right now, shout out to Alec. Alec's my D partner. 
Um, and he's actually partnered yeah. with one of my high school buddies, Nolan. Shout out to Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, decor here at Utah, we're, we're young and we're going to be good. So definitely mm-hmm. something to watch out for. Awesome. I mean, maybe I mean, you guys both just shared moments. There were big goals against BYU. So next time you guys play, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be looking for two goals from you guys. All right. All right. Hopefully it gets clicked along the way, you know. Yeah. I don't care how it goes in, man. <laughs> as long as it's on the score sheet, right? That's right. That's right. Awesome. So, all right, guys, I'm looking forward to this season, you know. I'm looking forward to getting up there, you know, experiencing this crowd. I've never been. We were going to come up to a game last year, and we actually bought tickets, but then it was one of the ones that got canceled or, you know, or moved or whatever. So looking forward to getting up there and experiencing this wild barn. It's yeah. crazy. It's looking forward crazy. to seeing you guys there. Um, maybe we'll get a picture with the UVU boys when we play them on the first. Uh <laughs> Uh, to the podcast. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. So, all right, guys, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Guys. Thanks for having us. Yep. See you later. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Autumn's still here. <laughs> I am still here. That's right. Sorry, guys. I thought about doing this by myself. And it would be the boringest podcast ever. Boringest, huh? Yep. See, Autumn, <laughs> she always corrects my spelling. On it's, every... it's just, uh, it's fine. It's who you are. It's great. It's great. But yeah, awesome interview with those guys and super stoked to, you know. Yeah. Hopefully they get that rematch, that, that October 1st rematch BYU, but it's going to be up at Utah State. Mm-hmm. That that barn's going to be a rock and It's going to be rolling. a good game. we got to go. Oh, yeah, that's one of the ones I want to make it to. So. Yeah, for sure. Going to love getting out there. So, yeah, I mean, let's shoot over to the NHL. Like I said, not a lot of, like, super-duper news coming out yeah. of the NHL, but hey. I mean, side note before we get to the NHL, if you are, like, on one of these college teams and you want to be on the podcast, if you have good stories growing up, like, or, or you know, whatever you want to talk about, hit up Nick. <laughs> Come on the podcast. So write us on Instagram. We're down. Like, yeah. Whatever. I can't say me, but Nick's down. <laughs> Autumn just sent out a, an open invite for anybody. Sorry, you know what? Youth hockey players, if you want to be on, just call Nick. His number is 801. <laughs> He's never going to invite me back. <laughs> oh, All right, back to NHL. All right, NHL news. Um, the NHL players will officially be in the Olympics this year. I'm excited. Oh, I'm stoked. USA. USA. That's right. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. I know. I think, I think we might, might need to write Lasana a letter and, and get our little Austin Matthews USA fan hey, pictures for Christmas. Of Austin this is episode 34. This is the Austin Matthews episode. <laughs> Only you would have an Austin Matthews episode because it's episode 34. <laughs> this, is, this is Lexi's favorite episode, right? Oh, it will be. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm super stoked to see the the players back in it for the Olympics. I think last Olympics where there wasn't NHL players, it just fell flat. Yeah. And it probably didn't really It was just different. Yeah. I mean, you can you can try to like get to know the players on the ice, but it's different when you know the players when you watch them play all the time and you know who they are and you already are a fan, you know. Um I'm excited. 
I think we're lucky we got the Olympics, just barely the Summer Olympics, and here we go. We're getting, yeah, yeah, Winter Olympics this next year. And hopefully, like, speaking of Winter Olympics, hopefully they can announce that 2034 is when Park City, you know, or in Salt Lake is looking to bring them back to Utah. I'm crossing my fingers. So, I mean, we could get that info this winter. Let's hope. We could. I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to be for sure, but that info could be coming this year. Yeah. Olympics coming back to Utah. It's been talked about. Which Park City is the front runner. They were going to try to do the 2030, but they thought it would not be as good or not do as well having two USA Olympics back to back because I think the 2020. The summer. The 2028 are in LA. Okay. So skip one and hit then the 2034. So 2034, City. Salt Lake is the front runner for that. Be right so now. sweet. So I'm super stoked. To like hear, I mean, that's 13 years away still. Hey, but. we'll be sitting in our uh, closet doing a podcast <laughs> then, too. <laughs> 13 years. Still going to be doing this. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Yeah. So, um, and then Zach Prese officially signs with the Islanders. I mean. Officially. Yeah. Everyone knew it was going to happen. <laughs> and right. it just happened. I mean, that's really the biggest signing that happened. Um, David Backus retires officially, even though we all knew he knew was, was done. done. <laughs> Didn't know? he go to St. Louis? Yeah, so he signed a one-day yeah. contract with the St. Louis Blues so he could retire as the St. Louis Blues. And honestly... I can respect that. I, I like David Backus as a player. Yeah. He was one of my favorite players, just like... Good dude. I mean, I wasn't a St. Louis fan or nothing, but like he was a guy, like especially when the... Speaking of the Olympics, when the Olympics, when he was on the team, he fought three Canadians... <laughs> In the months leading up to the Olympics, it's like, awesome. Like just went out his way. He fought Corey All Perry. Yeah, he it was awesome. Like he was like, Olympics are coming, guys. And yeah. I'm gonna be on Team USA. So that's the kind of guy you want, you know, to be your captain right. and stuff. And and so I mean, he played for the Boston Bruins there for a minute. So I don't really love Boston Bruins. So wasn't cheering <laughs> for him. But he came back to the Ducks and got a couple games in. His last game he ever played was against the St. Louis Blues for the Ducks. Yeah. Super emotional game. So that's awesome to see. So David Backus, enjoy retirement. You were an awesome player. Um, get into some, like, not official, you know, news. But, I mean, I guess official. It's still official news. But, like, yeah. all these stories are, like, we already knew they were coming. Probably, yeah. But this week they became official. But... They did release the Winter Classic jerseys. All right. And, I mean, we looked at them. We did look at them. <laughs> Autumn thought the St. Louis My Blues. My first thought with the St. Louis Blues is it looks like a Blues jersey, just more cream instead of pure white. Yeah, because cream is vintage, white is <laughs> not. But I feel like I want something retro. Like, I want something that someone <laughs> looks at and they say, boom, that's a Winter Classic jersey. Not like, are you sure? Did you wash that on the right cycle? <laughs> that, like, just look, that just looks like my jersey like after I, you wear it for a couple of years after it's been sitting in my bag for three years <laughs> straight um but minnesota's were a little more they're rad know, i like them see i think there's just a little much going on you do they're cool i like the darker green sometimes i look at minnesota's colors and i'm like dude that just feels like christmas <laughs> and it's fine but it, to me it's like that that lighter green you know I like that it's the darker, like, foresty green. Yeah. So Classic. What, so, 
automobile buying herself a Minnesota wild jersey. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> she doesn't love it that much. See, guys. I I'll cheer that. for him. How about that? Uh, all right. So, Winter Classic we played. I'm pretty sure at Target Field. That's up in Minnesota. So, be a good one to look forward to. Um, probably one of the biggest news is the Canadians did not match the offer sheet. I know. That uh, Carolina Hurricanes offer sheeted. Um, Kakanemi. Yeah. You know, kind of as a joke. And it was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of a joke that like they said, it, like they did the exact same thing that they did to Aho. Uh -huh. It was like for dime for dime, like everything. You know, I, I know some Canadian fans, Canadians fans are really bummed about that. Yeah, but they over, I mean, it was a joke that they, they had to eat their, you know, words because Kakanemi yeah. is not a six, Point yeah, one million yeah. and luckily it's only for one year. Yeah, you have and, to be realistic. But hey, I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I think it's awesome that it happened. And the Canadians didn't. You, you know, know the Canadians it. fans just need to be glad that this the Seattle Kraken didn't draft Carey Price. Yeah, they could have <laughs> lost. I mean, they lost hey, a lot. I think they should have. They but, did you lose know, a lot. What do I know? I mean, they lost uh, Philip Denault. I think that's I mean, the biggest thing. For going thing. far in the playoffs, they're sure switching up their team. Corey Perry went to the Lightning. That's dumb. Yeah. I mean, I was dumb that he played for the Canadians. Don't, you but. know, I told Nick when he asked me if I would do the podcast with him tonight <laughs> that we, if you got me started, and I have to say it, if you got me started on the whole Kucherov salary cap situation, <laughs> if you got me started on the Wilson with the Capitals, Tom Wilson situation, you, we would have high ratings on this podcast because I have an opinion and I'm not going to state my opinion now. And that's why we didn't bring her on for those episodes is because we, we try to keep these I under told a Nick time I'd limit. behave myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's awesome that he's going to be playing Carolina. And, yeah. You know, and I'm not that, a huge Hurricanes fan. Do we have sure. the offer sheet thing actually work out? You yeah. Know? I mean, Sebastian Ajo is definitely a way better player than Kakanemi, but hey, now they're playing together mm -hmm. in Carolina and not in Montreal. So, Ugh. But Montreal did get the first pit round pick and a third round pick for the off, because when you offer sheet, like you have to give yeah. them that. And, and so, they burned a hole in their pocket, didn't they? Yeah, they, they got rid of that <laughs> thing like within a, an hour. Like, Well, they, they, they got a first and a third, and then they traded a first and a second for Christian Dvorak from the Phoenix Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes, they're not. They're Arizona. They're Arizona, Coyotes. yeah. yeah not Which Phoenix might be then. their last season, right? It is? Yeah. We talked about yeah, well, could see, be. They, yeah. could, they, could re, they could get the lease, you know, deal we'll done. see what happens. But apparently they're in debt. It's not, it's not sure, for sure, They're right in now. debt. Hey, Salt Lake City would love to have yeah, you. Yeah, bring them. Bring them. Maverick We'll Center. buy season tickets. Yeah, we'll sell out. <laughs> Like, the Maverick Center is not as big as, like, Geely Arena. But guess what? It'll hold as many fans as you guys had at all How your games. How big is the San Jose Arena? It's actually pretty big. Like, is it the, yeah. not comparable to the Maverick Center? No, Maverick Center holds, I think, like, 10,000 hmm. or twelve. And those all There's hold. some homework for you. Those all hold. I've actually done my homework oh, and have thought you? about this. Even though the Maverick Center has a really big lower bowl. 
Yeah. Just not having that bigger upper bowl. Yeah, it is Because most, most stadiums, like, their upper bowl holds, like, twice as many as their lower bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, the Maverick Center does have a really big lower bowl. Yeah. But there's nothing on an upper bowl. Really. You know, and the other thing is, well, like... there is something, but just... Bring them to the Vivint Smart Home Arena, but I'm not going to lie. I... Okay, I can only speak from the handicap seating. Not a fan. <laughs> I every time like we have the frozen fury or which whatever, is coming up. yeah, which is coming up. But every time we have it, I'm like, this is great and all because I'll always support Utah hockey. I mean, even if they brought a team to the Smart Home Arena, we'd I would be still be there. <laughs> but it's just not as convenient as like say the Pepsi Center or the Honda Center. For yeah. you know, I guess it's not the Pepsi Center anymore. But Ball Center, Ball Arena, Ball Center, or something like that. The Ballerina. <laughs> the ballerina. I'm just saying. But yeah, the Frozen Fury is coming. Yep, September 30th. There's a youth clinic, right? Yeah. Day before. Sign your kids up for that. Yeah. If you Probably want. on Vivint's website. That's, I think, look on the King's website. Is it the King's website? I yeah. bet Vivint has a link on there. They might. Yeah. So, yeah. I, but hey, we'll take him for a little, like, you know, short stint, you know, until you guys yeah. can find a new home. Sure and thing. you will sell out the Maverick Center, and there'll be way more fans at that arena than you get it. Oh, hell yeah. Not to, like, you know, down on the Arizona Coyotes, but they just don't fill the arena. Yeah. So, hey. I mean, playoffs, maybe. You might as well come up here and just sell the barn. I mean, I'd be down. <laughs> I don't know if there's other people that would be down with that. I'm down. But, yeah, so they got Christian Dvorak for that first pick and uh, second round pick. And, yeah, that's, I mean, Crosby had wrist surgery, couldn't hey, miss the I saw, of the season. Oh, he did? No, he will be. Oh, okay. Pro- most likely. I saw the Austin Matthews just posted a thing, and he has something on his wrist. So he had wrist what surgery. He had wrist surgery also, but he should be ready for the beginning of the season. Like, they knew that like, okay. as soon as the season was over, he had that wrist surgery. Pretty much, so and it was they were scheduled getting it ready for yeah. the season. Okay, EA Sports did um, announce him as an X Factor on NHL oh. 22. I mean, he's on the cover. Yeah, you gotta be, have your cover guy be. Yeah, an I've X-factor. been seeing all the media stuff about it. I've been, I, I like it. So, um, yeah, that's really all I got. Sweet, yeah. So, yeah, so looking forward to NHL season coming. Dude, we're we're about just, we're about a month away from that. I'm so ready for all hockey to be in full force. Give me the fall weather. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna all have preseason things. by the end of this. You know, fall camps should be starting up. I mean, yeah. we already got the development camps going. I mean, whether it be NHL, I'm happy college is back. Get me in the youth hockey. I just Utah Grizzlies will be yeah, right around the corner. I feel like when hockey's happening, my life is normal. <laughs> yeah, I feel like during the summer when there's no hockey, I'm like. What the hell do I do? Like, what do I watch on TV? Yeah. Some reruns of NHL Network and some classic <laughs> Mighty Ducks. We watch Mighty Ducks every day. Yeah. Anyway. So. I'm here for it. So, yeah. Super excited. And. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks for having. I thank- hope I hope I wasn't too bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. If let, I it, let us know if you want to have Autumn back or never. Just don't never let us again. know because it'll probably be a no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with Mason, huh? All right. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Or good day. I don't know what time you're listening to this, but whatever. <laughs> See you back in a couple weeks. <laughs>